Chris. Hey, man. How you been? We did it again. Did did what? We had a whole month off again. Was it was it just a whole month or were we rounding down? I think we're rounding down. <laughs> we're rounding down, Brandon. <laughs> Look, okay, listeners, just oh, give us some slack. It was the holidays. We had a lot of stuff going on. We can't do weekly anymore. Wait, we never hadn't done weekly this past year, have we? We never did weekly. No, we never committed to that. No. That was not in our contract. I don't even think we did weekly when we first started the podcast, I don't think. I think it was bi-weekly. Nope, and that was when we had a whole lot more free time. Hmm. A lot more free time. I, I definitely would agree yeah. on that. A lot more yeah, free time. Un- un- unemployment will do that. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we, we only ever did the, the bi-weekly, um, but now monthly is seeming <laughs> you know, like you the know new what? reality. It, it's about quality, not quantity, okay? I feel uh, like I that's agree. pretty important. But I do want to apologize for our listeners, even though I feel like we don't need to apologize, but maybe we do. I don't know. But we acknowledge that we did not do a Christmas or New Year's episode, but, you know. Yes. Sometimes stuff happens and we don't have time to record episodes. So, yeah. <laughs> For every time there is a season. Yeah, that'll okay. work. I thought I'd get a little more support from that, but okay. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Since it's past New Year's, I feel like a New Year's resolution for me is to support you more, Chris. And I feel like I haven't been supporting you I could more, use it. So. That's my New Year's resolution. I'm really happy to hear that. I certainly could use all the support I can get. I will take any support that is offered to me. Uh, Lord knows I can use it. <laughs> um, I would really appreciate the, the support, um, at least the support that I need, Brandon, from you, yes. is I need you to like cake more. <laughs> I need this, Brandon. I need, I need to be heard not hurt look look you know i could do that but i don't want to i will support you through liking facebook posts and instagram posts or whatever you do in life or just the facebook messaging groups that we're in how about that i'll just i'll like everything you say literally every single message you send i will have a like reaction to it how is that that seems easy for me Well, this conversation has spiraled enough. How about we get to it? Sounds good to me. I'm Brandon. And I'm Chris. And we are going off topic. I can feel it. Uh, I think that's I can all, feel all I can it actually too. say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Going Off Topic 2022. And I'm not talking about 2020 part two. That would be awful, right, everybody? Right? Yes. I have also seen that meme. Ah, yes. See, that's. <laughs> Picking up on my humor. <laughs> Everything I see online, it's perfect. I just yep, copy what exactly. I read. <laughs> yeah, I'm no I'm no better. It's no. it's all Reddit for me. So Yeah. 
Oh, you too? Oh, oh dear. No wonder you saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in that same Reddit thread. Ah, yes. So you were um you were champ sixty nine. Is that is that is that who you were? The one that was had a lot of negative thumbs down and everything. Some people just don't want to hear the truth. Some you're people da- just aren't ready for it yet. Your damn votes <laughs> said otherwise. <laughs> but you know what? I don't want to get down. I want to get up because it's all up from here. And I feel like the best way to start this New Year's with our recurring guest, Casey Perrielis. How are you doing, man? Hello. I am doing well. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, Dude, happy New, New Year to you, too. See, we get you up Welcome for holidays. That, that's, that's how we work. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, Casey, we just think of you during the holidays, and then it, that's that's just, yeah, this is almost... Oh, that's so special. Yeah. Are you sure you're not, like, magical in some way? Like, does this, <laughs> is this, like, one of... I'm not sure. I'm starting to wonder, yeah, I'm starting to wonder if we actually think oh it's the holiday times we need to have casey on or if this is magically manipulated in something about me yeah yeah i think the last time the last time i was on i think it was like december 2019 so yeah not much has happened in the world since then everything seems to be nothing at all everything just where we left it in 2019 yeah Mm -hmm. shoot i remember i I not much to report if i remember correctly i was house sitting at the time when we recorded that yeah. episode and we yeah. at least i was gonna go see rise of skywalker <laughs> the next day what a horrible experience <laughs> yeah we talked about star wars for a little bit and we're like oh what's we this did, next yeah. one gonna be it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah real great oh, a bunch of it was interesting yeah it, yeah interesting it I have said many times on this show that interesting is one of my favorite words because, gosh, it is just such a watered down way of saying, well, not great. (laughs) Kind of sucks. But but it's like, but yeah, but you're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not. It's not. I think it's like a nice way of saying I don't regret watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the new Matrix movie. It kept my attention. Yeah. Yeah. I don't regret watching it, but. So you did watch it. I did. Yeah, I did. Well. Not great. I. I <laughs> uh, or, uh, uh, never mind. Never mind. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Is know. Is that like, the Matrix I, movie? The new? I feel torn because, you know, that was part of our childhood was the, like the first Matrix movie. And like. Oh, uh, Brandon, the, the first Matrix movie was rated R. Uh, as I said, part of our childhood. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Oh man! <laughs> and Brandon got to watch rated R movies when he was a kid. Oh, not not supposed <laughs> to, but I did. <laughs> I remember how how that was like almost the first kind of like grown up sort of feeling. It's like I'm watching an R rated movie. Yeah. I think The Hangover was my first one that I like got away with watching. My parents didn't know about it. Ooh, really? That like a, Classic. That's like a, oh. Casey, that was one. that was like 09. I was in 8th grade. Yep. I was a I was a really good kid before. <laughs> I was really good and then I went to 
to my friend's house, and he he was that bad influence on me. Yep. See, we all had those friends. That's the thing. That's how I got to watch The Matrix. Went to a friend's house because <laughs> that's yep. how you do it. Yep. Uh, otherwise, you're not going to be able to watch those movies until you're a specific age. So that's just right. How it works. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's it's no way a- my parents were letting me watch The Hangover at what 13 12 13 14 i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) honestly what a what a wild movie to be the first r-rated movie too yeah there was a butt especially the trunk yeah the trunk scene yeah Yeah. i wasn't ready it's like oh let me just watch this r-rated movie i'm sure it'll be fine oh okay so this is a step up oh this is what r-rated movies are like yeah (laughs) Yeah. this is a step up from mr deeds (laughs) (laughs) step up from austin powers (laughs) yeah but like yeah I don't know. Like when I saw that this movie was coming out, I was like, why? There's no reason for it to come out. And yet here we are in 2022. We have a Matrix four and no one remembers it. Like T minus five minutes after they saw it. (laughs) Maybe that's how it's designed. Maybe you learn the secrets and then the the matrix has to like erase your, they have to reset your mind afterwards. Good point. That's a little more. I haven't seen the full matrix one. I started watching it when like, I was like, all right, there's going to be a new sequel coming out that it's going to be on HBO max. I'll watch it. Um, and I started watching the first matrix and I got bored and confused. (laughs) There's a lot going on. Don't there worry. is a lot going on. It. Don't worry, Casey. People in 1999 were confused too, so you're not alone. Okay, good. good. <laughs> Casey, it is great to have you back. Uh, anything, anything new uh, with you? Um, where was I last time? I was working at Fifth Third Bank last time. I have quit my job since then, and I moved to Holland. I actually work right by Chris now. Oh yeah, really? holla holla. Yeah, we, me so, and uh, and Matt, fellow uh, friend, yes. uh, mutual friend who's yeah. also been on the pod, mm-hmm. uh, the three of us all uh, had some lunch not too long ago. Actually, yeah, now it, it feels fun. like that was quite a bit long ago. That's been several yeah, months now. Yeah, that was like probably wow. six months. <laughs> oh, gosh. The time but during the pandemic just dilates. Nice yeah, it exactly. It really does. Like, it seems like two months and four years all at once. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it almost feels like these years have sort of just like been robbed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I yeah, feel like I, 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 I got left off at, you know, at a certain age. And then it's like I, I added two years to my lifespan, right. which I get is how that works. But yeah. I don't feel like I feel like it was sort of robbed from me. Well, you I'm know sure what a lot that, of people feel the same. You know what it kind of feels like? It's like you're at soccer practice and yeah. your parents are supposed to pick you up after practice is done. And it's been two but hours. But they were at the still, Olive Garden. Yep. And you're still waiting for them. So <laughs> they got the endless breadsticks. <laughs> They'll eventually pick mm-hmm. you up. Until then, you got to kick rocks. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe find uh, some I'm fossils. pretty sure that was I'm, I'm pretty sure that was just called parenting in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we supposed to get the kid yeah he's fine he's got a park <laughs> ah. i'm sure the neighbor down the street will pick him up no worries the neighborhood will watch over him <laughs> that's how it goes yeah yeah 
Were you born in the 80s, like the late 80s or early 90s? 90? 91? 89? <laughs> I don't remember. This feels... I, I see what you're doing, Casey. I, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know it's like right around and, that point. And, and for the record, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a... I'm, I was 79, okay, so... <laughs> 79, come on. What a great that. year. Yeah. <laughs> Mighty fine 79. <laughs> Man, you can say that's uh, No, I, 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 I did make the, the, the cut into the early 90s. Okay. Yeah. Just barely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did actually want to bring something up. This is this has been sort of uh, something that I ha- has come to my attention. Yes. Um, and I didn't expect it to be such a hot button issue and something that is very split, hmm. so to speak. What's with that? People, I'm talking about bananas, man. Bananas. I'm talking about bananas. Split. Yes. What about bananas? Uh, well, so there's a couple things about bananas. Uh, the fruit. Um, basically <clears throat> it has come to my attention that some people, and this isn't the controversial one. I just want to start with the, the easy one first and then we'll get more controversial okay. that some people open their bananas from the bottom of the banana and not the top where the handle is mm-hmm. or the stem. Yeah. Wow. And, <laughs> that sounds barbaric. It's, it's God basically gave a handle for the banana. I mean, it's right there in the, the, you don't even need an instruction manual for the banana because the handle is so obvious the way to open the banana. But I'm learning that people open from the bottom. And I'm one of them. I know, Brandon. This is why we needed to air this out on air. Do you know why that handle is there? Why? For you to hold the banana to peel it. (laughs) <laughs> Casey, where do you stand on this? <laughs> so, up until like a couple of years ago, I was very like use the top like the what you think would be the part where you open the banana, the, the handle as you're calling it. Yes, <laughs> but I, I think I saw the same thing you saw, where like people are opening from the bottom. So I gave that a try, and I haven't gone back since. It's so much what? Easier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. why? And like, if you think about it, when you use the handle, it kind of smushes the banana a little bit. If you don't like it, it tenderizes it, right? it. It tenderizes it. It gets it. Yeah. No. The, no. The, the, the flavor. Nice and mushy for you. <laughs> Yummy. Some people have chewing problems. Chris. I think you're ignoring <laughs> the largest population of any species on Earth that eats bananas, which are monkeys. And monkeys uh, have do you have data on that peeled <laughs> with the stem and not the handle, as you say. Okay, and I, they use their feet, I think, to open the bananas. Okay, well, so I can use my feet to <laughs> open a banana from the handle. It'll be on my next TikTok. <laughs> wow! Right. Hey guys, it's the banana guy here to open a banana <laughs> with my toes. <laughs> Am I famous yet? You're going to get a very specific audience with that. (laughs) This is great. I don't know if I like these comments I'm getting. (laughs) Show us more. Smush the banana. (laughs) Guys, I can't keep buying these bananas. Target won't let me. They're putting a limit on how much I can curbside pick up. (laughs) 
<laughs> all that's left are plantains, and that's that's already that's playing on hard mode. <laughs> Use green bananas. Speaking of curbside pickup and um, bananas, didn't you have an issue with that? Like ordering groceries and they only sent you like one banana. <laughs> I really forgot, forgot about, that. about this. I know this is yes, the yes. The the, the story went. Uh, I moved into my new place. And I was ordering bananas from Target. And I basically, I thought that when I said I wanted five bananas, it was five individual bananas. No, Chris. Instead, I got five bushels of bananas. So five, so I had 25 bananas in my apartment. Didn't you make banana bread with it? No, I didn't make banana. Do you think I can make banana bread? I don't it's, cook anything. You didn't learn to make bread during it's the pandemic? very easy. See, that's what everybody tells me. But I, I, I'm, I'm just a microwave. I'm a microwave stove guy. You know, you open it and you I'm you sure you can make like a mug microwave banana bread situation. Yeah, I mean, you could. Is that, is that, a, real, is that a real thing, Next Casey? Time. It's got to be. Yeah, I don't know. It probably sure. is. <laughs> Anyway, so, 25 bananas. I ate probably tw- probably 16 of them. <laughs> I probably got dangerously close to a potassium uh, overdose. <laughs> but Is uh, that possible? <laughs> uh, I'm sure anything is possible, Brandon. And we are not medical experts, so I'm not going mm. to uh, yes, take our, comment. Take our information <laughs> with a grain of salt, listeners. <laughs> yes, uh... And lightly salt bananas for taste. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> That's Ooh. a joke. <laughs> Ooh, I don't but like that. Unless, unless, unless. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So opening from the bottom. It, 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 now hear me out with the whole smushing thing that some people experience with the handle. Uh, some would argue you're smushing the top part. Which most people don't want to eat anyway. So it's really like you're just sort of pinching the top off, essentially. But if you're peeling it from the top, the top is your first bite. Yeah. Right? It depends. Unless you're like slicing it. Yeah, it depends. Some people slice. Some people, uh, you know, just eat it as God intended. And some people just <laughs> break it off and go from there. I'm a breaker. I break and it out. And some people okay. don't even peel it. They just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are sociopaths, and most of them are in prison. <laughs> or they just live like, out in the wild. Do that? It's like that. You know how There's they like no they way. in like in movies, like in prisons, like they just shove the tray of food underneath the door. Instead, <laughs> they just toss a banana underneath yeah. the hole. <laughs> that that does make you think that that sounds like that would be an ultimate like flex move on like the first day of jail or prison where you just eat the banana with the the peel. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's <laughs> I would be nobody's scared. messing with I that guy. That. <laughs> hey, wait, where's there's the, some where's real the bad peel? people in here? Where's the peel? <laughs> where do you think? <laughs> Zero waste. <laughs> keeping it green yes um so so that that's that's my first controversial take about bananas i i do have more um unfortunately um it has also come to my attention recently uh and i'd be really curious to hear where you stand on this casey 
um, <clears throat> is that banana peels, when thrown away in the trash, uh, become absolutely rancid and it's unbearable for people. And they have to like take the trash out like immediately. Otherwise, they just they can't stand it. I have never encountered a situation where I have thrown a banana peel in a covered trash bin and walked it back into an apartment or into a room and been like, wow, this place reeks of banana peel. But apparently to some people, it like it's almost like rotting meat. Like it's all they notice. Okay. And so I'm very curious. I can see where people would think that. I don't think I think that. Like, I, I know what smell they're, I think they're talking about. Like, I know an old banana peel when I smell sure, it. Sure, I do too. Yeah, it's not that bad. I don't, I don't think it's comparable to, like, raw meat. I don't love <laughs> it, but I'm not going to take out my garbage instantly the minute I put a banana peel in it. Okay, right. so we're all sort So I think you're a little more sane on this one. Yeah, I would agree with you. Interesting. See, I have found... Casey, that this is actually a lot more split, pun intended. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> than um, you would think. I, I have talked okay. with a couple people now, and it is actually fairly 50 50, where there are some people that are like, if there's a banana peel in a trash can, it actually can't even go in a trash can because it's going to reek up. The, the whole place is going to reek. Yeah. And go right outside. Huh? I, well, that's the thing, is even. Even with a cover, apparently, because I used to think like, oh, okay, so like, yeah, sure. If it's like in a, an open trash can, I can see where that would probably add up. But if it's yeah. like a covered trash can, it, you know, trash just magically goes away. That's the magic portal <laughs> to get rid of all things you don't want. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lid for a reason. <laughs> every, mm-hmm. every time I throw a banana peel away. I, I don't think of its existence ever again. Yeah, There's never a moment here. where like, ooh, I need to take the trash out immediately. I can smell that banana. And I tested this. After I learned about this, I tested this. I put, I, I, mm-hmm. I had Matt, a coworker, friend of the pod, Matt, uh, <laughs> a good guy, Matt. I, I, I borrowed one of his banana peels from work so I could collect banana peels. And I put them in the top of my trash can in my apartment. And I, I shut my lid. And I waited a full day. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't smell anything when I first came into my apartment. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stick my nose like right to the trash. Couldn't smell anything. I open to the trash can and the bananas are right. The peels are right on top of the trash. And I'm like putting my nose to the trash and all <laughs> I smell is just trash. The the general trash <laughs> smell. Like it's not, I don't spend a lot of time in trash cans like Oscar, but yeah. I could, all I could smell, I could smell my coffee grounds more than I could smell any trace of banana peel. And they were right on top. You know, it's funny you say that because like this also reminds me of people who when they smell or taste mint, they taste Ooh, yeah. soap. And to other people, it just tastes like oh, mint. Cilantro. Oh, cilantro. cilantro. Oh, cilantro. That's cilantro? Yes. Yeah, cilantro. So, like, you know, people taste cilantro, and they think it's just soap, and others are like, oh, no, it tastes like the spite, like the herb, you know? And I just find that interesting. Like, some people's senses are so divisive and about that, and I wonder what causes yeah. that. I'm sure if we research it, we'll, we'll find out about it, but... It could be genetics. It could be, you know, based on the environment kind of thing being handed down generations. But yeah, it's just very fascinating to that. It's like, I didn't even think about it till recently. I know some people that do it like that. And like, they actually have to put in a plastic bag in the freezer and then throw it out in the trash later. And it's like, that's a very 
like complicated way that, of getting rid of the smell. That seems extreme. Of a banana peel? That's, yeah. that's dramatic. Is <laughs> Especially that is. because literally banana peels, they're like they're good to go. Like yeah. you honestly, you mm. can just throw them in the grass and they're they're that nature finds a way. But you're you put feeding a plastic yeah. bag or, or something over it or aluminum foil or you're whatever to nature. cover it. You're you're blocking the process. <laughs> well, they don't they don't throw the bag out. They just reuse it mostly in the freezer. Oh, okay. They well, don't actually better, throw the because, bag out. So yeah, okay, someone that's, else that's throws better. that out. <laughs> they they put the frozen banana peel. Where do, what do they do with that? They throw that away. They throw the banana peels away, but they do it to where like you can't smell it or anything like that. So, but I, I don't even really smell it either. So. I mean, truthfully, like if I throw a banana peel away and I like open the garbage can, like I can smell it. Like it, like I know that there's a banana peel in there, but it's not like yuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just no. gonna close it. You, <laughs> call it yeah, good. and that's that's where this whole thing is so fascinating to me because there are some people mm-hmm. where it's like it's it's like it's foul. It's like they have to get rid of that trash because it's so overwhelming. And I find that incredibly fascinating that there is such a a difference because it's not like I can't smell. I can mm-hmm. smell things. It's just <laughs> I, it, it makes me wonder, like you were sort of saying, Brandon, if some people just are genetically dis, you know predisposed to pick up on scents more than others. Yeah. Um, and if it goes back to like a survival thing, I don't know. Um, it's possible. But. Uh, but I I just found this interesting, and uh, I don't know. Maybe the the listeners will have experienced or have an opinion on this in in one way or another. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I uh, so that's that's sort of an interesting thing. I think I would like to MythBusters test this. Uh, I'm thinking we're gonna have like three rooms with with trash cans. One will have no bananas in the trash can. Uh, <laughs> one will have uh like like 25 bananas in the trash can uh peels uh and then one will have maybe just one banana peel in the trash can and then we have these people go into these rooms and tell them to do like a simple puzzle or something (laughs) and then we we and then we ask them after they're done with the puzzle uh did you notice anything about the room did you just (laughs) did you was there anything you know and we find out if they if they really picked up on a smell and that way we can determine sort of what the ratio is of people who are very sensitive to bananas and to what extent. I didn't know Chris was a scientist. Uh, this is a scientific podcast after all. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, and I would like to be the one to call this the Peely Puzzle Experiment. Ooh. I love that. That is very oh. appealing. Oh my God. <laughs> you can't see listeners, but I'm Casey, just like so happy right uh, oh, now. We, we just lost Casey. Casey, is, oh, he just, uh, he just, he just cut him. out. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, well. I'm back. You know, <laughs> the puns Listener. are always intentional. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah unfortunately, <laughs> now <laughs> listeners, you might be thinking, okay, there's no way this whole episode is based off the bananas. Well, you're wrong. More banana facts coming up next. <laughs> it's very appealing, like you said. Uh, <laughs> I, I do have uh, I do have another question to keep it light and to go back to a more neutral topic with within the banana sphere. Yes, yes, um, go on, go on. 
dear. And that so. what is y'all's what is y'all's preferred time to eat a banana? Uh, how how ripe slash not ripe are you willing to go? Um, what's the ideal? Well, ideally, it should be yellow with a bit of green on it. Okay. Because you have a mixture Ooh, of the sweet, the but also the fiber necessary from the banana itself. Because the greener the banana is, there's more fiber in it. The more yellow it is, there's more sugar and sweetness in it. So, like, I still want to have it taste like a banana still, but I also want the important nutrients of, like, fiber still in my diet. So, like, usually mm-hmm. I would like to have, like, a bit of a mixture, you know, more yellow because I do like the taste, but there still has to be some green to it. Not like dark, but just like a bit mixed into it. See, I would lean towards more like the riper side. I would yeah. want less green. I don't like it when they're green. They taste a little, a little sour, I guess. Yeah. A little more acidic. I mean, I didn't know about the fiber. There being more fiber in that situation. That makes sense. Maybe I'll have to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think it tastes. Let me check my fiber levels. Okay, time for a green one. <laughs> I'm not saying go <laughs> for green, but you know, hand me one of those green fiber boys. I mean, like greener. Like I, yeah, like I would usually avoid it if it had a little bit of green in it. But like now, maybe not. Well, I didn't know the benefits before. Well, when when I go to the grocery store, I usually try to get because like I do it before like my week. Start, like I do like on a weekend mm-hmm. for grocery shopping and I tend to get bananas that are a little sure. bit more green because they're going to last longer throughout the week because I use them yeah. for my work lunches a lot of times. And I want to make mm-hmm. sure that I use most of it as I can, as long as I can. So a lot of times yeah. you'll see Monday is a greenish banana. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do avocados. Like I'll buy them when I like know they're not ready. And mm-hmm. like that first Monday, like it's going to be really hard to cut yeah. into and really... <laughs> Hard to spread, but by Thursday, Friday, you got just right. Classic. Oh yeah. What about you, Chris? Uh, uh, Casey, uh, I did really appreciate uh, you adding to the conversation by talking about avocados. I think people can relate to that. Um, <laughs> however, uh, for the future, uh, we Back are talking bananas. about bananas, so please do oh, not dear. go off topic with <laughs> avocados. Please stay focused you? on <laughs> bananas. <laughs> Uh, no, for the record, Casey, I 100% agree. It is such a weird feeling cutting into a a very uh, uh, green avocado, and it's like, but you're basically like it's like cheese cubes essentially. <laughs> like you can't make guacamole yeah. with it, no. not without. You can't spread that on your toast. You're no, break your toast. Yeah, you can't do it. Not without a hydraulic press, and even then, you yeah. you're not gonna get even guac. That's even that's being um, generous. Exactly. <laughs> That, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I I would have to agree with Casey. I'm not a fan of the green. Uh, I have a lot of uh, my family members who love the the green. Um, the the greener the better. Love the green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. I I'm not that guy. So I I'm pretty much whenever I'm back at my house, I'm pretty much the closer. Uh, <laughs> once, <laughs> if there's bananas that got a little too yellow or even brown, I actually think yellow and brown is. The right spot. It can have some brown in it. I would agree. Absolutely. I I can't be like all brown, obviously, but like a little bit. Yeah. That's fine. I I I can even do like 33, 40% brown. Can we can we all agree that bruises on bananas are 
are just awful. <laughs> yes, it's very... And the strings. Even monkeys take the strings off the bananas. They do. Yeah, they I do. Like I've the seen strings. it. What, what was that, Casey? <laughs> I don't love the strings either. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, I thought you in In Skype, you looked personally offended. So I thought um, maybe yeah. you were about to say. It's like, <laughs> oh, hold up here. No, you can yeah. find that person out there. It's like, but the strings are the best part. <laughs> yeah, I was I mean, really enjoying this banana segment. probably a lot of fiber segment. in those, too. Yeah, I was really enjoying this banana segment. I was really with the going off topic, guys, <laughs> until they got to the part about the strings. Now I feel like I was just strung along. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot how frequent the puns were. Uh, we're back. We're, we're back. 2022. We're, fresh we're start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that concludes my uh, segment on bananas. Although I feel like um, next time we talk about this, the only way to really settle these pressing questions about bananas uh, is to have uh, Gwen Stefani on. So look forward to that, listeners. Um, the next time we talk about bananas, we'll have uh, Gwen Stefani on because this is bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s we got we got connections it is bananas we we don't have connections <laughs> there was zero percent chance i was going to get through a banana segment without referencing gwen stefani and you that know, song and I'm you can tell you. them like you, you guys meant to have gwen today and i filled in because she couldn't come and yeah you can tell them that's fine well yes and and casey we do appreciate you filling in uh, especially also because you you also wore the yellow hoodie yes you know you're very yeah. on brand with what we were trying to go mm-hmm. for a uh, little bit of a twist so to speak with the hat with the pretzel hat you got there <laughs> uh, <laughs> you keep so on it's sort toes. of like pretzels and honey mustard is what i'm getting right now but uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's okay too that's that's s tier snacking for you Uh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, all all this banana talk is making me think, man, I need to get better. I need to get physically better. I need to get mindfully better. I'm just like, man, I need to get healthy. It's, you know, January, you know, people are coming back from holiday snacking and we're all feeling a little, you know, Like not ourselves, really. And it's like, you know what? I need a change. And some people are like, you know what? New Year's resolution, time for me to eat healthy again, work out again, or for the first time, and to be rightfully in like meditation or anything like that. And I feel like right now, like when this episode is uploaded, it's going to be towards the tail end of January, possibly. And I feel like that's a good time because it's kind of like a little bit of a, you know, a reminder or like, you know, a bit of motivation for you to keep going because, you know, a lot of people do only maybe like one to four weeks of the New Year's resolution before they go back to old habits. And I don't know, I just feel like I want to like give them a little bit of, you know, hoorah and support kind of like, you know, it's good to keep going. (laughs) Oh, Oh, the image of that is hilarious. I'm sorry. The, the person uh-huh. is just about to quit their New Year's resolution and they come across going off topic, and they say, which gave God. them the motivation they needed <laughs> to lose 150 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, going off topic. Well, it, it's, 
Now I'm thinking of like you someone. You lost me in the banana section and I almost turned it off. But man, I'm glad I stuck through. Man, classic. <laughs> classic. I mean, I feel like all three of us to an extent like have somewhat of like a, you know, um, healthy mentality and, you know, ways that we improve ourselves when it comes to like, you know, exercise or, you know, uh, eating well or things like that. I was kind of wondering what you guys usually do in this regard. Chris, I'll let you start. Oh, okay. I was waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> being, oh, yeah, man. You know what, Chris? Why don't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> the holiday season is uh, always such an interesting time when it comes to uh, like food for me. Mm-hmm. because basically from Halloween, not even Halloween, because they bring out the doggone <laughs> Halloween candy in like <laughs> August now. Oh, so it's sure really <laughs> like a six month affair of just <laughs> eating like absolute trash. Um, I, you know, I, I, so I go pretty much we'll, we'll conservatively say Halloween to new years of basically, um, pretending that calories don't exist uh, and that uh, you can pretty much just eat whatever you want. And yeah, it's the holidays. You know, it's really easy to just, you know, sort of brush it off. And on top, even if you have the mindset of, oh, well, this time I'm going to have a little more moderation. I'm not going to go so hard with it. There is a, always a sort of societal pressure to assimilate with Food. I mean, the food is the biggest thing that is celebrated during this time period. Food, candy, you know, snacks. And it becomes so hard to not partake mm. in all kinds of stuff. Uh, so this is all to say, yes, I'm 30 pounds heavier. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I was still working out pretty pretty regularly um during this time but man i i definitely it's still it's still it still got away from me mm-hmm. um and then for me what typically works is <sighs> i typically allow myself to indulge as much as i want and i know mm-hmm. i know how this is going to sound um but as soon as the new year starts that's when i stop and i go back to my grind uh, or as Matt would say, this is the, I think, third time he's been referenced on the show. Uh, uh, not the mindset, the grind set of, you know, sort of eating responsibly and practicing good habits. So for me, it's always been, if you're going to indulge, have fun with it, but be prepared to get back on track. Yeah. Get back on track and, you know, make it a temporary thing, not a permanent thing. And, yeah. uh, Honestly, I get to a point during the holiday season, especially where I feel like uh, Jim Carrey's the Grinch sitting in the chair of cheer and people are just like open your mouth and they're just like stuffing cheeses and cheesecake and all sorts of stuff into your face. And it's like, I can't. (laughs) I know we want to have a full pizza. I can't do a full pizza. We just had a full turkey yesterday. (laughs) I've had Christmas cookies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single night. I can't do this anymore. So a lot of the times, once the season, holiday, and food stuff ends, 
I'm actually relieved because there's not that pressure to mm-hmm. like yeah. participate. And it's much easier for me in January to have a cleaner diet and really go, you know, aggressively hit my workouts. So, you know, so I have been back in the gym mm-hmm. uh, since. And uh, interestingly, my workouts have actually been really good uh, since I got back. Um, probably because working off all those Christmas cookies gives you a little extra oomph in uh, your power cleans. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so that's sort of my, my take on it. Um, and then, you know, throughout the rest of the year, you, obviously you have your ups and downs, uh, but, uh, I think that's a pretty normal thing. And I, yeah, I think it's fairly difficult for people to stay perfect the entire year. And I don't think that oh, should yeah. be anybody's goal. Um, right. so I'm a big proponent of moderation and, uh, exercise especially weightlifting now what about uh do you do anything for like mindfulness like you know because the, having uh, i a don't well- have a mind to be full with but uh, there, <laughs> yes there's nothing up there if i sit too long with my thoughts it's not <laughs> well why sit with your own thoughts when you could sit with someone else's thoughts on paper or through audio hint hint oh tell so, me more what what I mean by this is that sometimes when I when I when I speak of mindfulness, some people, you know, could do just like the self-reflection, like, you know, like meditation, perhaps in their own way. Um, but others can do it through, you know, reading a self-help book or motivational book. They can listen to a podcast, for instance. I mean, yes, you are listening to us right now, but we're generally not a mindfulness kind of podcast. At least I don't think we are uh <laughs> i would be surprised if if we were we found out we were a mindful podcast yeah. if uh, headspace <laughs> or calm decided to pick us up as a part of their uh, <laughs> membership package <laughs> yeah and, and like you said the like the calm app for instance like getting you know good sleep or you know kind of like relaxing or slowing down or you know using like a fitbit or apple watch to be like okay here's a moment to just like uh, take fit, a rest fitbit. or something Fitbit, Fitbit. I, I, we don't need to add Apple Watch to that. Okay, all right. (laughs) I okay, I see what you're doing there. Uh, Anyways, uh, (laughs) but like, is there something that you do usually to make sure that your mind is healthy as well as your body? For me, keeping the mind healthy is about um, setting appropriate boundaries and basically compartmentalizing for me anyway. Mm-hmm. And if I try to do too much of one thing, or if I try to take on too much of one thing, I get burnt out really quick. Uh, so for me, it's about identifying boundaries and identifying when I'm sort of reaching a point where I don't think I am presenting my best self, if there is such a thing as that. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, if there is a best self, I'm, I can guarantee you guys haven't seen it yet. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, also to just, I think your wife, Brandon, uh, Rachel Pop, uh, said it best. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Mm. And so I think a good thing with, with boundaries and mindfulness is basically it helps you sort of keep your center mm-hmm. and it helps you to prioritize and basically you're not going to feel too stretched then. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm 
yeah, I feel like I'm probably uh, rambling at this point. But no, no, I mean, no, I can agree with that though because like it's about balance, and I feel like if you're saying yes, you're saying no to something else that speaks a lot to like the balance of it. Like yes, you're saying yes to it this time, but next time you have the opportunity to say no to it and go with like the healthier option or like the um, or the non-healthy option. Like, like you can say yes to indulging every once in a while, just like you can say no to indulging. So it's all yeah, about right. that yin and yang. It is true. Absolutely. Um, I also was going to say that like, you know, you know, what we're talking about too, you know, some people may prioritize, you know, exercising or some people might prioritize mm-hmm. diet and some people might prioritize, you know, mindfulness for, ex- for example, and I feel like if you have like all three of those, like at some moderation, I feel like that's like a perfect way of like, you know, trying to like balance your, your whole life in a sense, like who you are, you know, some, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that like people have that because that's probably very difficult for anyone to get all three of those perfectly balanced, oh, yeah. perfectly scheduled out like each and every day. Because when I, when I, when we get to me, I, I will I'll be honest. I, I do not do this stuff every single day. <laughs> I think yeah. mindfulness comes no, in I many agree. different. Yeah. I, I think mindfulness comes in many different forms. Um, and it's not the same for any one given person. For some people that means mm-hmm. sitting there and meditating in complete silence or uh, meditating under a waterfall like your uh, anime sensei um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> getting ready for a final fight uh, or, you know, but I think it also could be, you know, listening to music or playing video games or watching movies or reading a book or going for a walk yep. with, you know, your dog. Um, yeah. For some people, it's puzzles. For some people, it's crunching numbers there's a lot of different ways people can find a a moment to sort of um unwind their their brain and even turn it off or turn off parts that stresses them out yep i think it's valid i think it's important like like you know most like new year's resolutions kind of like tackled more like the diet and the you know exercise portion of it but i do feel like we do need to kind of focus more on the mental capacity of it too, because I feel like that is, you know, that is who makes you who you are and, you know, you want to self improve, Mm -hmm. you know, once, you know, the whole year is over kind of thing. Like some people want to like reset or recharge, you know, you have to, you know, attack it in certain ways. And I feel like, you know, we need more of that, you know, mental well being. And, like, once you get in touch with, like, yourself and your mind and you, like, you guys are on the same page with each other, you're like, all right, I get it. I get what's going on in my head. That way you can, like, focus on other things like physical health and, like, your diet and things like that. So that mindfulness is such a huge part of it. And mm-hmm. got to figure out how to get on the same page with that. Yeah. And it comes in different forms for every person, like you were saying. Yeah. Now, what about you, Casey? What do you tend to usually do to uh, keep yourself like healthy in those areas so i'll be honest i feel like i'm still trying to like claw myself out of like the the craziness that is the ongoing pandemic and yes right before right before everything went down in like march 2020 i was on like a good like i had a personal trainer at that point and i was going to the gym consistently and then that all like stopped and Mm -hmm. 
no one could go to the gym anymore for like a decent amount of time and um people either like their work life got crazy or their work life was non-existent because they were getting laid off because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. um and i happened to be on the side whose like work life got insane yep so i got like a supervisor position around that time so that just like consumed my life and when i would finish work i would just like not want to do anything i would like go home eat and go to bed and um and that's why i ended up like quitting my job like a year later Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm like, I'm like, even though I don't love where I'm at in my life right now, I'm finding that it's great because it's allowing me to really assess what's going on, assess what I want to do with my life. It's yep. given me that time to kind of like breathe and figure out, all right, yeah, let's focus on getting healthy. Let's focus on like being active. Let's focus on not eating garbage every day. Um, so that's, I'm been still nice. working on that last part. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but, um, allowing myself that time to, like, get in touch with, like, what's going on in my head, like, that, that helps a lot, and being able to, like, have that conversation with myself, like, all right, we're, we don't need to, like, attach ourselves to a screen as soon as we get home from work, we can, like, go for a walk, we can go for a jog, go for a hike, go take pictures on Lake Michigan, like, Mm-hmm. go do stuff that like doesn't involve a screen doesn't involve like indulging in the wrong ways i guess right so that's been the eye-opening part about the whole pandemic and life outside and like resolutions and finding out what i want to do to better myself mm-hmm. so that's where i'm at right now all right yeah. that that's the thing like is people are at different levels and that's okay if you compare yourself to others it's not helping yourself out and you're only making Mm -hmm. it worse and the thing is is like if you just focus on you and you're like okay i need to make myself better like you're saying casey like you're already ahead like you already had a few steps because of the fact that like you're already identifying like hey you know i need to work on this you know or just like maintain myself and I feel like that's mm-hmm. pretty important because I know some people that's out huge, there, it's a they'll just step, be like, yeah. oh, man, they're so much more better at, you know, exercising. Are they so healthier when it comes to food? Like, oh, man, I right. like I need to be like them. And sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes you may have to, you know, eat differently to be more healthier or like, you know, right. things like that. So it's just I, I feel like people need to give themselves grace when it comes to like well-being overall and being healthy because also come to find out like a lot of stuff is you know genetics too i know we were talking about that earlier but like a Mm -hmm. lot of that does impact your health based on your family history so it's like you know sometimes something might not work out for you because you know that's just how you were built kind of thing so it's it's very right frustrating sometimes i guess this is hey (laughs) Yeah, and, like, that's what can get overwhelming, too, is, one, that, like, genetic pressure, and, two, like, trying to perfect all these things at once, like, I want to get on a good gym regimen, I want to get on a good diet regimen, I want to get on a good, like, meditation regimen, and trying to do all of that at once, it gets super overwhelming, so, like, Mm -hmm. really, like, like Chris was saying, compartmentalizing and 
um, focusing on one rather than focusing on like three or four different things to better yourself. That I feel like once you nail one thing down, the other things will start to come a little mm-hmm. more naturally or easier than trying to do it all at once. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. I completely agree with that. I do too. Um, and just co- sort of commenting on some of the things you guys uh, touched on. Um, when I talk with people who are considering, um, and I can only really speak from the, the weightlifting or, or fitness side of things. Um, if -hmm. people are thinking about, you know, starting a, a, a fitness routine of some kind, uh, I think a lot of people, um, expect to, you know, be sort of hot stuff right off the bat. And that's just Mm -hmm. not how it works. Um, the truth is everybody starts somewhere. Uh, even if you are a relatively fit person, you can surprise yourself. Um, when you start a new program, um, and then maybe you start comparing Mm -hmm. yourself to other people and you see just how far you have to go. Um, the point shouldn't be to compare yourself to those people because basically at the end of the, I know it sounds so like after school special and cliche (laughs) really, really in, 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 in fitness, uh, and, and maybe honestly, even in life, uh, the biggest competition is really just yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. everybody has limits. Everybody has, uh, factors that, that, um, you know, can, can foster or, or hinder their success in any given field. So what I say to people who are thinking of, you know, getting into like a fitness routine, um, is to, mm-hmm. um, start light and work your way up. Um, mm-hmm. and don't feel yeah. shame for starting light. Don't feel shame that you could only do 10 push ups or you could only do, um, you know, two pull-ups, um, Mm -hmm. or you could only, you could only, you know, run half a mile in the the second half you walked or, or whatever, or you can only walk a mile. Um, the the point is you got something started, you've got the ball rolling and I find that exercise and diet and really a lot of things in life is about momentum. And the hardest part of any fitness routine is the first couple weeks. Um, and mm-hmm. building the momentum and getting your body used to the time, the, the, the time you've cut the, the boundaries, the compartmentalization you've made for this, this, this change in your life. Yeah. Um, right. And once you get the ball rolling, it's a lot easier to maintain. And then you start to see big results mm-hmm. uh, and then you just make it a right. part and of your life. And that's important to hear though, too, is because like, I know with me, like a, a lot of my, anxiety with going to the gym was like all right people are gonna judge the fact that i can't do many push-ups or i can't lift super heavy weights and that would just like get in my mind and prevent me from going or like prevent me from staying longer is because i was focused on like what other people would think of like where i'm at even though they might not know that i'm like just starting that journey so i don't know i think that's an important point to make is that everyone's got to start somewhere like no yeah. one's going to be where the gym guy who's been going to the gym every day since he was nine is like, everyone's got to get themselves to a point that they're comfortable with. Yeah. Well, come and, out of, and the, I mean, the truth is you bring up a great point with all this Casey, and this is a great anecdote to, to talk about. Uh, the truth is most people are so self-centered and I don't even mean mm-hmm. this in a mean way. I'm saying just as mm-hmm. a general natural way that so many yeah. people are so busy thinking about themselves and how they present in the gym and how much they're lifting and how they look 
compared to everyone else that they don't have time to notice mm-hmm. anybody else really. Right. Um, right. Or at least not. Yeah, I mean, unless they're literally counting sets, but I can't help that person. I don't know. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that's an advanced level of comparison that I yeah. think somebody should talk to somebody about. Um, but more often than not, people just don't. They're, they're so busy focusing on their stuff that they don't even notice, you know, what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and additionally, I, I, the people I've met who have been in the gym for a very long time and who are like doing mm-hmm. handstand pushups and doing not just pull-ups but muscle-ups where they somehow get the bar to their hips, which is – I'm not there yet. <laughs> it's insane to me yeah. that, a, that a human can do that. Um, I'm still working on pull-ups, uh, but, <laughs> uh, but there are people out there who just decide to defy gravity and go above the bar, uh, go above and beyond. Oh um, and basically those people I have found end up being the most supportive of new people, of people mm-hmm. who are just learning the ropes and are just trying to get a, a healthy lifestyle started. Um, yeah they tend to be the most supportive and, and, and legitimately uh, interested in the people who are trying to make a change. Yeah. So it's, you know, but obviously there are still terrible people out there. There are still people who go to the gym as a status thing or as a, you know, way to, I don't know there, there, I, I just think it's, I think it's not as prevalent as we might right. tell ourselves it is. Yeah. I think, like, especially getting older, too, like, I feel like a lot of, like, college-age kids is what I was, like, scared of. When going to the gym, I was like, oh, these these youngins know what they're doing. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't. And, like, I was scared of their ju- judgment, but, like, now I'm, like, I'm not that old. But, like, yeah, I don't care about their opinions anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm, like, more easily able to go to the gym without fearing that judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Well, as my chemical romance uh, said, uh, teenagers scare the living shit out of me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yep, that, that, that statement has uh, stood the test of time. I I don't think, yeah, I don't think anybody enjoys working out. your college college people. Yeah. Not at all. How about you, Brandon? (laughs) So I have been going to the gym frequently since, I want to say my last semester of college. Like I remember I I was living with my parents at the time still when I was in college. And I remember I went up to my dad one day and I was just like, I'm going to go run and work out again. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, and I just kind of just like kept on like at it because I wanted, cause I realized something. Um, cause during my middle school and high school years, I was a cross country runner And, you know, I wanted to maintain that kind of lifestyle, you know, so like throughout Mm -hmm. my whole life, I like when it comes to diet and stuff, I do things in moderation. Like I usually eat a very healthy like lunch and breakfast to an extent and dinner could be can go either way. Like it could be really, you know, healthy. It could be really, you know, unhealthy. It could be somewhere in between. Like that's just whatever I have available to to make what basically but I always made sure that I wanted to still have the kind of like body that I have now in a sense, because like, I don't want to be, you know, I I just want to be healthy and good enough to like run because I love running. I generally love doing that. And I don't want to, 
lose that ability. And I remember once I graduated high school, I kind of stopped. I was like, oh, this is great. I don't have to worry about practice anymore. I got the whole world in front of me. I can do whatever I want and whenever I want. And I remember I was just like, you know what? I, I can't do that. I got I to gotta get back. And there was that motivation that I had to do myself first mentally being like, okay, you want to have this body like this? You want to be healthy? Then you got to keep maintaining it. And not to the point where it's like, you know, okay, every single day I have to work out. I have to run. I have to eat healthy every single day. Like I didn't do it to that extent. I just did more like a maintaining kind of, you know, structure. So once I was in my last semester of college, that's when I really started to actually like, you know, start lifting weights and stuff and run long distance runs. And it varied throughout the years, you know, um, once I actually, it's funny, Chris, when I was unemployed, that's actually when I worked out the most because <laughs> there's that, you know, time in your life where you're like, okay, I've got nothing else to do. I need to work out <laughs> like, you know, cause oh, you yeah. need to be productive somewhat. And I'll say right now, when you go to the gym, if you're stressed out before you go to the gym, please go to the gym because it is a perfect way of releasing those stresses. And no matter how bad of a day you have, like you'll feel somewhat better afterwards. Like it, even if it's minimal, it will, it's, it does wonders. Like trust, trust me. Like it's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's like that sense of accomplishment. Like you did something and yep. you completed a task yep. and that task so, made your body feel better. <laughs> yeah. It, and the endorphins. Really, the endorphins is the best right. part of it because it's like, oh man, I, I, I feel good. Like you know, I feel like I've done something. You know, like you said, Casey, and it's just like, huh, I can rest now. I can do what I need to do. Um, and then mm -hmm. I remember when COVID hit, we couldn't do gyms anymore. And during that time, I still needed to run. And obviously, with gyms, I, there was no way to do it in there. So. I ran outside instead, and that was a good way of still maintaining that aspect of my life, you know, when it comes to health wise. And it helped too that my wife um, was also into running too. So, you know, we would go on runs and stuff. I feel like too, having someone with you does make the whole experience a lot more enjoyable. Now, my wife and I, we usually do, uh, we go to the gym at the middle of the week. So like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, obviously tonight I'm doing a podcast, mm -hmm. but, uh, <laughs> but you know, like mm -hmm. I usually, we would usually go to the gym together. I would either run, she would do the elliptical. We do our own things, but we're still with each other kind of thing. And it, it does make a big difference when you have like a, a partner or, you know, your, your spouse or a friend or just whatever. And like, it's really, you know, awesome that, you know, you're able to do that. And it just be, it just, I don't know, like it's got like a different feeling to it and it makes you, I guess the endorphins go even higher. <laughs> um, but for the most part, like that aspect is good. Um, when it comes to like healthy eating and stuff, like I said, I've always done the moderation stuff for the most part. Um, I've always eaten salad like practically every day, but <laughs> I want to give a little tidbit on eating healthy. Timbits? Tidbits. All right. Yeah, yeah Tim, <laughs> my favorite, my man. Um, <laughs> Let's crack those bad boys open. <laughs> so I know some people want to eat better, and they don't have like the way, like 
ways to like cook or bake or grill because of, you know, limited supplies and stuff. And I suggest looking into more kitchenware. Not, I mean, not going all crazy, but like basically you want to get enough to where you can like start making meals. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be like, you know, exactly healthy either. Like it's just like a good way. I also feel like when you cook, it kind of helps you mentally too, because you're you're putting all these ingredients together to make one dish. And like you're using your brain, you're using measurements and you're using a craft and you get to have that meal as a reward. And, you know, I would suggest having a cookbook that is fun, you know, um, it doesn't always have to be healthy, but like, you know, it could be, you know, somewhat nutritious. So for instance, you can get like a, a pop culture cookbook, for instance, like I have one, which is an elder Scrolls cookbook, which I've already made a few meals with my wife. And like, it's really fun. Like and the meals actually like really healthy to an extent. And it's like, I wouldn't have thought that otherwise. And I don't know, just like finding ways to change your diet to where it's like, not always like, you know, prepackaged or in a can, which, you know, could be good. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, if you want something different, try to go at it different ways. Like whether it's a recipe online or if you're really craving something and you want to like, you know, be able to do it, what's, what's stopping you? Right. And I can attest to that too. Like even like you were saying, get a good cookbook, but like also get good cooking supplies, like a mm-hmm. good pan, a good cutting board. Like that'll change your life. Like I was oh, yeah. using this like really like plastic tiny cutting board and then i bought like a big old wooden one. Oh yeah i wanted to cut everything i wanted big to cut fresh, fresh vegetables all the time and like mm-hmm. a good knife oh my goodness yeah that'll Seriously? like make you want to like cook healthy and, yeah. i mean if you can learn pull anything from this segment get good cutlery because that's <laughs> yeah. gonna like do wonders for you um dicing an onion will be so easy if you have a big enough knife <laughs> Because they're very years, nice to have. Little cleaver. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like cooking does kind of help with that aspect. Not just good diet, but like mentally as well. Because I feel at peace when I cook. You know, it could be yeah. it could be you know stressful because you know you want to get things at a certain point under a certain time. But the whole experience for me at least but yeah so like that that in a sense is kind of like where i'm at like i still focus on running still i still focus on working out i still focus on you know eating healthy to an extent like moderately but also chris i do the same thing around the holidays like around christmas time i eat very unhealthy but i also still go to the gym so like you know I have that. I just have to pay the consequences the day after, <laughs> you know, like a four. It's mile more to stop the bleeding. Yeah, it's more to stop <laughs> the bleeding. Really, you're not gonna get anywhere. You're not. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it, it, yeah. This isn't uh, Jenny Craig. It's not gonna get that much better. You're just going to uh, keep it from getting too much worse. You're just doing damage control. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and like I'm comfortable admitting that I'm probably at like my physical low in terms Mm. of life but like i'm i feel like i am kind of like getting that mindfulness in check and like once i do have that i feel like i'm ready to like start taking on those other parts of it too like the physical and the diet yeah um 
So I, I don't know. I think that's important to like kind of take things one step at a time. And like once one thing comes, you'll be like more ready to get on a solid diet regimen or solid uh, physical gym res- regimen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so all those things are important. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel like discipline, even if it's minimal, is very impactful when it comes mm-hmm. to like structuring yeah. your life in that balance. Like I, it doesn't have to be something too pressing. It could be like, oh, hey, you should probably, you know, have some have a green apple for a snack or like, hey, you know, yeah, wouldn't hurt to just like, you know, decompress and, you know, like take a moment to pause. Like it doesn't it takes nothing like you don't have like even in your most stressful moment. If you just like take a minute to like relax and breathe in and breathe out, it does yeah. wonders. <laughs> Oh yeah, and like oh. baby steps too. Like I started taking vitamins. And yeah, I feel oh, like, yeah. like I started yeah. that like a week ago, and I already feel a huge difference. I'm like, all yeah. right, this is a small thing I can do, and it makes a big difference. So, mm-hmm. like finding those little victories, I think is super yeah. important. And I think vitamins are great. I take vitamins every day. Oh yeah, I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a little little pill like day by day like a Sunday through Saturday situation yeah. make yeah. it a little easier oh but... man now we know what to get you for your for, for Christmas the pill divider the, oh there the... you go yeah there I'm you go. hoping I'll have it before All next right, Christmas it's Monday <laughs> it's 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 vitamin day it's Tuesday it's vitamin day <laughs> yeah. yeah um I also want to stress too that um another thing that I would also say is more of the mental slash physical well-being is sleep. Sleep does wonders. Yeah. Make sure you get some sleep, even if it's just six hours, just something. For some people, that's all you can get. And, that, and I, and I'm yeah. I sympathize. Yeah, I sympathize with people. I think the whole, um, yeah, get eight hours of sleep thing is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, it just doesn't seem to be practical in today's day and age, and in the way our yeah, society is currently structured. Every day, yeah, no, yeah, it there's, it's just you're if you're getting eight hours of sleep, you, it's sort of like we said earlier, you're saying no to something else. It means yep. you're right. really, unfortunately, in society, there's still, or at least American society, there's still an issue of balance when it comes to work, um, recreation, and sleep. Um, yeah, because you know. It's supposed to break down into eight, 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 but it's it's not mm-hmm. that. It, it, there's there's typically uh, there's typically overlap that takes away from other sections, and it's you know. Wouldn't that be so nice if it was just like always eight, eight, eight? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. and some people can. I mean, you know, some people make that a part of their their boundaries and compartmentalizing. Mm-hmm. It's like, nope, this is my eight um, mm-hmm. for this, and this is my eight for this, and this is my eight for this. Uh, I feel like I'm always taken from sleep, um, to add more recreation time. Um, yeah. right. but that's also because recreation time, um, in those eight hours is not always recreation. A lot of times it's also filled with chores and stuff you need to get done that, you know, you haven't gotten done, um, yep. cause you haven't had time and maybe it's taking care of kids. Maybe it's, you know, um, maybe it's on a commute from work. Um, yeah, that cuts into your recreation time because that's not time. factored into right. to work time. Uh, yeah. You know, so more often than not, I find myself taken away from sleep and I, I pretty much average five, anywhere from four to six hours of sleep a night. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is not, I agree. I would not say that great. That's probably the norm for like people in their like late 20s. 
yeah, it, and I feel like I feel accomplished when I get six hours. I'm like, all right, I got six hours tonight. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Like, and then if I have like a weekend, maybe I'll get seven or eight. That'll be a nice little treat for myself. Yeah, that's but like that's in no happens. way the norm, and I wish it was. But this just in: millennials are killing the sleep industry. <laughs> that's sure. right and it's killing us too going it's off topic hates the healthcare industry they're prescribing <laughs> apples and apple a day keeps a doctor away well i say no sir to going off topic in your slander <laughs> sleep doctors hate them see why in the next episode <laughs> <laughs> not the sleep doctor but just sleep doctors let, let me let me clarify there. I don't want to get in trouble when it comes to not Dr. Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it, it's so hard. It it is hard to balance that all out because, you know, ideally I would love to have eight hours of sleep. I really would. And technically I can, but the thing is I try to balance other things. Like you said, Chris in life, when it comes to recreation, decompression, working out, eating well, spending time, you know, with others. And it's like, okay, I'm trying to balance all this out. And then I have work then like, okay, I can only fit sleep in for so long. So like I do in a way where it's like, I still get enough, but I don't want to have it impact everything. It's just, it's hard. It's really hard. And I don't know if there really is a solution unless there's like a major change in your life. Other than that, you kind of have to like adapt to your surroundings and just kind of like figure out, what's best what best suits you because you know the six hours for me might be great in this situation but for someone else eight hours sleep is better or you know four hours of sleep you know it it just it really depends so basically what i'm trying to get this listeners is do a self-reflection and see what works best for you when it comes to exercise diet mental well-being and other wellness such as sleep and otherwise so um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this was a good episode, a good talk when it comes to this new aspect of like New Year's resolution. I want something better for my life. And, you know, I hope that like this conversation kind of gave you an idea of what that may look like for you if you haven't already started or continuing to do so. Um, and if you listen to the end, end here, uh, keep it up. We're right behind you and uh, we'll see you next year for sure <laughs> for the next one. <laughs> not next episode <laughs> not next episode the next new year's resolution one so. exactly <laughs> want to clarify there mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have any final thoughts guys when it comes to the whole wellness episode that going off topic is promoting here hydrate or dihydrate yeah water's important too yeah water's so important very important. Stay hydrated. My goodness. Yeah, Keep I think drinking. it's also like important to like realize that everyone's on their own journey. Like your journey doesn't have to match what everyone else is doing, and it won't. Mm-hmm. Except for the staying hydrated part, everybody should stay hydrated. Yeah, hydrated. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that, that. like beyond that. We're, we're literally made of water. Everyone else is Please. kind of figuring out their own stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hydro homies. Yeah. The- <laughs> that's right. Does everybody have a water bottle? Those are important. I don't have one on me right now. I, I have, like, I have this and, and tea. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fine. We'll accept a Detroit Tigers cup. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just I just <laughs> thought of I just thought of the mustard pretzel thing you were saying earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a good fit. I, I'm, I'm serious, Casey. Like, I, I think it's a good fit. I just, Thank you. just the way you said it, Chris. You just, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's okay to eat some pretzels and mustard. Maybe that's the whole. I'm thing. just classically conditioned to whenever I see pretzels in the color yellow that it's honey mustard, pretzels and or, or regular mustard. What if it's filled with regular cheese? Mustard is good with pretzels too. Pretzels Ooh. and cheese is great too. Pretty good. One of Auntie Anne's little pretzel and cheese situation. Yeah. 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 Cheese go. cup. Or there you go. pretzels and pineapple. All right. And that's the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Always work. end on a high note, I say. <laughs> well, pretzels Casey. and pineapple. Wow. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Casey, thank you like for coming pizza? on this episode. We always love thank having you. you on. And I think you Absolutely. are our most... I, I think you're the guest with the most episodes as of right now, I think. Four? Yeah. I, no I way. think he's at four. No, three. This is only my, no, this really? is my third. Well, well, because well, yeah. well, Casey gave us the, the famous prom episode. That, yes. that That one is one of our favorite episodes. That was um, the prom the episode. With you the that? key prom into the side the of car the car? Question mark. <laughs> we were talking about prom. Oh man, Casey, this is like oh, our man. favorite episode and like, one of our no. favorite moments. If we ever had merch, <laughs> like that would be a T-shirt. Was that moment? Because you were talking yeah. about like your um your prom date. You <laughs> like like you lifted your shirt. Or oh something. yeah, it was that episode. We were imagining like somebody keying prom into the side of a car question mark. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I told that story on a podcast. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are promoting people to go listen to it. Epi- I think it's episode 12, I think. Uh, <laughs> it was an early one. That was probably the first episode I did. Uh, yeah, I, I think was, it was did I do I think this is my first non Christmas special though. Yeah. yeah. I think I did two yes. Christmas specials. Yeah, yeah you did too. Yep. Yeah, okay, never mind. I guess you're tied mm-hmm. with a couple others who are recurring guests, which is fine. All like, that, that's great. Yeah. But all right, well have me on next week and then I'll be the Yeah. Uh, all right, there the you fourth. go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I Thank ever... you guys for having me though. I appreciate it. Oh Absolutely. yeah, thank of you. Course. We love having you on, man. And we love having you you listeners listen to us. And it is such a joy. We love doing this. And we enjoy, well, at least we try every month to give you guys another episode here or there. But uh, thank you for joining us on this episode of Going Off Topic. And we hope to see you in the next one. Have a good one, listeners. Someday somebody's going to make you want to turn around and say goodbye. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. Let's get physical. Till then, baby. Physical. <laughs> Sorry, I'm jumping around on song here. Jump around. Jump around. Okay, just just. We love it. the 90s. All right, and cut, and cut. <laughs> hey, listeners. Thank you again for checking out this episode of the Going Off Topic podcast. For more information, you can check us out on our social media platforms, such as Facebook and Instagram. For more episodes, check us out on these platforms, such as Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And we want to thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you in the next episode. See you around, listeners. Man, you can say this. Uh, no, I, 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 I did make the 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 cut into the early nineties. Okay. Yeah. Just barely. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't want to know anybody born in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. What do they watch? Like Leave It to Beaver or something? Something like that. The Brady Yeah. Bones. Wow. <laughs> I can tell we're really rusty at this. <laughs> well, we got to, you know, we got to warm up here. That's how that's how we do this. You know? Yeah. Um, Man. Well, if this is the warm up, it's sort of like uh, like an old Chevy in the winter time, <laughs> not a uh, a newer model. Right? Uh, this is basically the kind of car that you get to your destination and then your car has warmed up. <laughs> Chris, you know what the beauty well, of this is? This is all going to be at the tail end of the, the credits. <laughs> God, I hope so. By then, enough people will have already checked out. <laughs> I love editing. It's great. 